When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the Girls and Boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B Boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A Boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Hey, welcome back to the show. Heard at Sports Radio on, on ESPN Radio, ESPN 590, ESPN Tri-Cities. We are happy to have you with us, and we are happy to be joined by our next guest, Kevin Suits. Kevin is the sports director at 1011 now, and uh, we'll get him patched through here in a hot sec. Before we get to Kevin, I want to take a moment and tell you about Dyer Law. If you have a personal injury claim, you can count on the Dyer Law team to provide you with the helping hand when you need it. 402-393-7529. Visit Dyer.Law to chat with a trusted professional about your personal injury claim. That's Dyer, D-Y-E-R dot law. I may have some personal injury from walking in today, smack on the pavement. It was a little slick and you couldn't see it. Uh, now, driving in, it was like, eh, seems a little slippery out here. I took two steps out of my car. I have zero traction on the shoes I'm wearing mm. right now, Anna, and I smacked the pavement, and the left hand took some damage. The lower back took some damage, and, um, you know, I, I, I'm really feeling it. It woke you up this morning, though. I did, I, I guess. Just like Shane woke up Kevin Suits just now with a phone call. Kevin, good morning. Good morning. Andrew, are you okay? I'm concerned about you, buddy. You know what? I appreciate you, Kevin, because Anna's first thought is, hey, I hope you hurt yourself. Hey, no. When and, I walked in, I said, how are is, you? Hey, man, I really hope you're okay. <laughs> well, I, I hope that everything's all right. You know, we can't start off the day like this. You don't want to climb uphill on a Wednesday. Come on now. <laughs> hey, I, I'm hoping you're okay. Speaking of starting things off with, like, something that is, is fitting – did, please tell me you started your sports cast because I don't get the, the Lincoln sports cast. I only get the Omaha ones. Uh, speak. Please tell me you started it off with Master of Puppets last night for Rink Mast. Oh, man. We could have done about 100 different options. You got Master <laughs> of Puppets. Uh, you got uh, Master Class. Mm, what I did for the, the, video, the video leading into the sports cast was I used master of ceremonies oh good for you uh, the creative juices was flowing just a little bit uh it's one of those it's too easy to not go there so um we had to and and you know us uh, king of the dad jokes we have to we have to stretch the worst joke possible and uh and and go the distance with it i used masterful performance this morning that works that works, and you know what? If they keep on winning, you might need to rank them. <laughs> oh! Hey, speaking of ranking things, uh, <laughs> you 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 released your AP poll like you do every week, um, 
and Anna and I were just kind of talking during the break, and she goes, I wonder how hard it is for Kevin to, like, you know, fluctuate his rankings. And I'm like, yeah, it must, it must be pretty difficult when you only have, like, two really good teams uh, in UConn and Purdue as, as quote-unquote dominant teams, if you'll label them as that. And then everybody else is like, well, this team could be three or they could be nine. The movement this year in between, like, between rankings five and 12 has been ridiculous because – yeah, even even last night, you know, Oklahoma, they're playing at home. They lose to Texas. We've, Kentucky loses last night after a really nice win over the weekend. So it's the teams that are not in the top two. Uh, every week you're like, I, I think this is the team that's going to be there to stay. And then they'll suffer a loss, and it's been really challenging. I think last year, though, conditioned all the pollsters, uh, because if you remember, last year, every week there were multiple, I, I mean, we're talking like, 15 of the 25 ranked teams were losing on a weekly basis, and it was really challenging. Um, so this year, ranking has not been as difficult, but it's still like let, let's not forget the fact that a lot of ranked teams are losing pretty regularly and kind of at an uncommon rate. There's great parity uh, across college basketball. And I think, you know, the cream always rises to the top, right? And that's what you're starting to see. Uh, beyond the UConn and Purdue situation right now, with them being one and two, I, I think you're gonna you're starting to see that Houston is pretty good, and LJ Cryer is one of the best players in college basketball. I think they're gonna be near the top for the long haul of this season, and North Carolina has certainly put themselves in that mix right now too. Yeah, Kevin, uh, do you feel like you can do anything right as an AP voter? <laughs> As long as you stay away from the fans of Providence, yes. Uh, that's the ones that if, if you don't have them in the poll and they think they're in, uh, look out because they are very vocal on social media. So, I, I don't know. You just, you just fill out the poll. You go off of what you think. They don't want everybody to have the same poll. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, once the poll releases every Monday, I really enjoy going back and looking at everybody else's ballots. Um, just to see who puts teams where, because we all have different perspectives. Uh, sometimes we, like for myself, I have better knowledge of some of the regional teams. And as hard as I try to stay in touch with what's happening on the East Coast and the West Coast, I don't see those teams firsthand um, as some of the posters do out there. Kevin, um, I was in Vegas this past weekend, and um, you know I love being with the group that I was with uh, friends, family, uh, but I, I love being with that group because I got to hear so many different perspectives at different times of things that we were watching. So, uh, for example, one of the conversations was the Caitlin Clark, um, you know, tackle. And, you know, it, it provided some interesting thought because you have a lot of people in the group that are just not sports fans. You have some that fan to fan, and you have some like me that, you know, look at every perspective whenever um, a situation like that happens. It's, it's not a react. I don't, I don't respond to react. I, I react with, with a well-thought-out something or other. And, you know, some said they should ban rushing the court because the most popular player in college basketball was at the height of the conversation. Uh, but I took more of the reasonable approach saying, well, that's pretty much impossible. You're not going to stop 500 to 2,000 fans, depending on the venue, running the court or, or rushing the court with only, like, six security guards down trying trying to to keep them up into the seats um 
and you know, I, I wanted to ask you this because you're somebody that can provide a pretty good perspective uh, too because, you know, you're down on the court often and you've been a part of a court rushing once before, even this season. How do you think the NCAA finds a solution for instances like this? Because if it wasn't Caitlin Clark, this wouldn't be talked about, for one. And two, would you say it's like, you know, maybe it's an alternate tunnel that you'd have them run out um, and, and get off the floor? Is it you wait on the bench until most of the students are in the middle of the floor uh, for a path to clear? What do you think can be done to avoid instances like this again? Well, it's really come to a head because it was Caitlin Clark. Of all the players to have an incident, it was the superstar of all superstars in women's basketball. And additionally, Purdue's coach Matt Painter said right. early, you know, earlier this season that something's going to happen. So he predicted, you know, a student health welfare situation that could potentially go wrong. So those two things have really brought the discussion to light. But a lot of the complaints about court storming is about what? The winning team and the winning team's fan base. Why don't we put, instead of focus on them, because I'm not the no fun police. I want college basketball to be fun. I love the images afterwards. And, you know, that's a moment that those fans that were at Pinnacle Bank Arena when Nebraska beat Purdue, that they are going to remember forever. I don't want that to be taken away from the game. So I think the training should actually go on the team that is going to lose because more times than not, the team knows that the court is going to be rushed. So if you're one, two, three, four, five, and you're losing by, you know, five to 10 to 15 on an opposing team's floor, you know, they're coming. So I think there might need to be some training to a team that when that moment arises, that they know how to escape the court. You don't need to do handshakes. You don't need to go to the middle because that's where everybody's heading. Maybe that they just there needs to be an awareness for the team that's going to lose of how to get out of the situation. And a lot of times the the ball's being dribbled out in right. the case of Nebraska Purdue. The, it's not like the game came down to the final possession. So Purdue players could have all gravitated toward their bench and basically just exited the court. I don't think anybody is going to take exception with them doing that, knowing the students are coming and the fans are coming and not doing the handshake line. Can't we all just agree that the handshakes don't need to occur when a court storming is going to happen? Because even if you try for them, it's going to, you're now putting everybody in the same spot. We don't need to do that. I think that there are ways to modify the in-game scenario to still allow court stormings to occur. That's Kevin Suits. Great perspective. Uh, Kevin, we appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of today. Stay safe if you are driving out on the roads. They are pretty slick. I don't know if it's going to warm up at all today. Um, but if you take a spill like me, know that I warned you. Just remember, bend the knees, shuffle the feet. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Kevin Suits. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much, man. Thank you, guys. That's Kevin Suits, sports director at 1011 now at Kevin Suits on Twitter. Okay, when we come back, let's keep the conversation of perspectives going because Anna's a part of a group where her sports mind is cream of the crop. And, you know, you surround yourself with a lot of different people with different perspectives. And I, I'm, I'm curious to know maybe what some of them have to say at different points in time. We'll get to that next on Herd at Sports Radio.